Jackson. We got more people than usual out here in front. Whoa. Whoa. Well, you're the one that brings them in in the limo, man. Well, Come on. I tell you, I know. But we line the buses up and we just, you know, drag them all down here. Oh, my goodness. Wow. How you been? Good. Good, good. Been busier than a hoot. I'll tell you. Uh, really? Oh, my gosh. It's It's been crazy. Yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah. They, um. Both barbershops in North Liberty closed up. Oh, boy. So yeah. all those guys are kind of scratching, trying to figure out where they're going to get a haircut, you know, even if it is bad. Wow. You know, and yeah. so, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, it's been been a little crazy. So uh, I took off um, Saturday. We uh, went to a married couple's retreat uh, oh, down cool. in the big yeah. city of Fairmount, Indiana. Yeah. Yep. And everybody knows who Fairmount, Indiana is famous for. Oh, that's right. Uh, James, James Dean. Dean. Yeah. yeah. James Dean. In fact, uh, yeah. the James Dean Festival is in two weeks. Well, two weeks from this weekend. He used to go through there all the time, taking my kid back to Ball State. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's one of the ways you can go. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's not very many good ways you can get there. No. <laughs> we, we tried most of them over the course of oh time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Over the course of four or five years. But Somebody know. asked me one time, they said, what's a good way to get to Indianapolis? And I and this was before the Kokomo Bypass. Yeah, yeah. And I said, well, the easy way is to go down through Logansport and hit 29 and go that way, and it takes you right in that northwest side there, and you can jump on 465 and go downtown, you know, whatever you want to do. So he came back, um, I don't know, six weeks later or something like that, and yeah. said, well, you did so good on that one. How do you get to Muncie? And I said, you can't. <laughs> you just can't get to Muncie from here. <laughs> I am amazed with all of the interstates and the, the all the the, the J turns and all the stuff we've got in this world. There are places that I'm thinking in particular, Goshen. You 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 can't you can't, you can't get to Goshen get from to here Goshen. either. No, it's impossible. no, it's kind of like you know, and and Elk, Elkhart's Elkhart, okay. You, well, it, you can it, jump it off of uh, the 20 bypass yeah. and go up that way. Depends on where you're going in Elkhart. Well, yeah, that too. You Once know. you get to Elkhart, there's no good way to get anywhere. No. <laughs> No. Well, the rivers just chop that all up. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. And yeah. then, especially if you have a, a bridge out with construction, then you're really up a creek. It's kind of like, oh, my gosh. Well, downtown, you got two rivers down there. Yeah. They converge, yep. and they got and, – and when they built that town, mm-hmm. they just – Started at the river and just built in whatever road direction they That's, wanted to go, and it just and you'll have Fourth Street that goes east and west one place, but then it's north and south. I mean, it is it is insane. It is, oh yeah, to get El- around. Elkhart, Elkhart is one of the craziest towns. Uh, it is just nuts. I lived there for two years and had trouble finding my way. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's oh, it's difficult. But Goshen is one you can't get to. Muncie's another one you can't get to. Yep. Yep. Yep, and I've never been to Newcastle and down that way, so I don't know what that's See, like. I haven't yeah. either. I'd have to ask my brother. He used to live there, but I, I've never. Yeah. Well, I'm, now let me think. 
Yeah, see, when he was at Marion, I went down to, to visit him one time down there, and there was no really, I mean, yeah, you get to no Kokomo, really to to and you to... take a left, yeah. and, and then you're... We always yeah. took 18 across, and yeah. you just kind of went that way, came on yeah. the northwest side, and, you know, and, yeah, it's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, okay, you we don't know how fortunate we are to live right off of 31. <laughs> I know. You know, I think maybe that's some of it. We're, we're sitting here at the crossroads of mm-hmm. two major... Yep, through fairs, and it's easy to go anywhere from yeah, here. From here around, it's like, man, alive. But, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. Somebody once asked me, they said, uh, uh, oh, my son just sent me three to Newcastle. Three? Yeah, he says three. You can take three to Newcastle, I guess. You take... Take, I don't know. Wait, clarify, Elijah. Work your way down to th- wake, work your way down to three. How I don't know. Go through Wabash and kind of down that way and go east. And Elijah, you're going to have to clarify. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to call the show and, and explain it. You're to talking us. to a couple old guys yeah. here. You know, two old guys with no <laughs> sense of direction whatsoever. I mean, you know, I was always taught look at the sun. What's the sun? I, you know, I'm yeah. always I'm always traveling at night. I can't look at the sun. Well, then look at the stars. Yeah. I'm always fascinated mm-hmm. how did they do that navigate across an entire ocean with nothing but the stars yeah and that wild. how in the world is that even possible uh, i don't know it takes somebody smarter than me i'll tell you that i that has uh, always just... fascinated me oh, okay mm-hmm. once you get to muncie 69 to 3 so i guess from muncie oh, coming okay. back because he okay. used to have to make that drive sometimes for work. oh okay okay so yeah well thank you young mr nixon yes thank you very much <laughs> we may have to get him a guest spot on the show well, there you go directions with elijah yeah <laughs> give us your destination and elijah yeah. nixon will be your gps how do you get <laughs> we could put his voice on there except i'm afraid some of the words that might come out of his mouth if you mm. took a wrong turn you don't know, mm-hmm. have it recalculating elijah would be like <laughs> get back in the you know that kind of thing that's like siri you know when you're yeah. when you do a wrong turn on your jeep use your, your yeah. map quest thing and she says go down to the next intersection on the way you turn yeah exactly <laughs> and, have, and then when you you realize that your 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 gps is messing i was gonna use different messing with you oh because yeah. it's sending you like three blocks out of your way to turn you around and come back the other direction. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the ones that just, well, why are you taking, this is the wrong way, and you're going to turn, you're in 300 feet, take a left. No, wait a minute, why did I just turn left? Well, yeah, just do it now. <laughs> what? Yeah, why just do it I? now. Yeah, when they start taking, when GPS starts messing with you, that's when it gets weird. But I, the one I will never forget, uh, it's been a number of years ago. But actually, been quite a few years ago. Uh, I was, uh, I took a weekend and I kind of went on tour mm. with uh, Denver. Okay. Uh, he picked me up. He was meeting the tour bus somewhere, and they were going to do a weekend worth of shows in, in this spot. So I, I went with him for the weekend, and uh, uh, he's he's driving through an area where his in laws live. So he's been there a bunch of times in the last you know year or two at that point. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Watch this. This is hilarious." I said, what do you mean? He said, just watch this. And we get on this. It's pretty much a brand new, you know, like bypass or something on this highway. Mm-hmm. And the GPS goes crazy. And it keeps saying, please return to the roadway. Please return to the roadway. Please return to the Over and over again. He says, this road isn't on the map yet. So oh. it thinks I'm driving through the middle of a field. <laughs> 
gosh. Oh. Yeah, the road didn't appear on the GPS because it hadn't been. It was that new. It hadn't mm-hmm. been updated. So it, every time you get on it, the GPS, get, please return to the roadway. Mm-hmm. You should not be driving off the roadway. Please yeah. return to the roadway. Well, that's like almost the, that's like almost the uh, the road between Delphi and West Lafayette. The new bypass that they built around yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I think the only reason they built that was for football. Yeah, probably. Because there's you travel that thing, it doesn't matter when you're on it, there's nobody there. Yeah. It's just kind of like you build a bypass through all this farm ground out here that nobody uses. <laughs> it's just kind of like, really? Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> I, I, I just. It's entirely possible they did build that. But see, Lafayette isn't hard to get around in. No, not really. At least really. I don't not think really. it is. No, I've never had a problem, you know. I have to be careful, you know. When I go to West Lafayette, if I get if I get within like twenty miles, I start to itch. I, I break out in a rash, and it's just kind of like, oh my gosh! I mean, it's kind of like, Ugh, here it goes again. I you know, know. I, I kind of get violently nauseated, but with <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh my! Um, no, I I'll tell you what, it's just uh, driving and roads and stuff. It, it's amazing how much a part of this. Our culture, it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you know, Americans love their vehicles yeah, love and love it. their roads. Yeah, I mean, just get out there and go. Yeah. Which is why, you know, once in a while, it's. I always used to like taking the. I mean, the four lanes are great. You're going to make good time. It's usually rather. Well, I guess years ago it used to be rather consistent that it's going to be a decent road. Now mm-hmm. I'm not so sure. Not it depends anymore. on nah. what part of the country you're in, which interstate is torn up the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to, to go to Stratford, Ontario to, for, before I got married vacation every year, I'd go to the Shakespeare festival for the oh, week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause that was a lot of fun. So I go spend a week immersing myself in the theater. Yeah, I used to vacation with Shakespeare. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, you are, you're a couple of years older than I am. Uh, but, uh, uh, I would always take 12. The two lane, okay. Cause mm-hmm. of all the little, I like going through the little towns. I wasn't mm-hmm. in a hurry to get there. Yep. So it, it there was a lot more to see, and there's this little dinosaur town somewhere. I forget where it is along well, there. Yeah. They, got, they have all these. It, the whole town is themed with these mm-hmm. dinosaurs everywhere. Mm-hmm. They have like a little. Uh, I had never stopped and went in, but they have like a little museum or something there. Uh, okay. I used okay. to call it Dinosaurville. I'll be darned. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, you, I discovered that just because I decided to take a two lane road yeah. to Canada. Yeah. Um, through Michigan. Yep. And I, I, they say Route 66 is the same thing. You see so many oh, really yeah. cool things yep. that you never see on an interstate. Yep. You, uh, if you get over to Illinois, and my wife can tell you the name of the town, but it's off of, or maybe it's in southern Indiana. I forget exactly where it is. But the, anyway, they have the world's largest bird cage. Oh, yeah, they I love the those. They have the world's largest ruler. Yeah. They have the world's yeah. largest rocking chair. They have all this stuff in this little town here that's the world's largest, and they can document it. And it's I've never seen it. I've, I, I guess I we got to go do that go. one of these days. And um, then there's another little town uh, off of 57 over there. It's either Arcola or Tuscola that they have – Two festivals a year. They make they make um, corn brooms there. Yeah, and then they the the Raggedy Ann stories. That's where the guy lived that started those. Oh, okay. And so they have two festivals a year. They have Raggedy Ann festival and they have a a, a broom festival. And I thought, you know, and we stopped there for just pie and coffee, coming back from Arkansas one time. Yeah. And I said, um, 
what's all this raggedy? Ann? We were walking around and you know just killing a little time, and and he says, what's all this raggedy Ann stuff? And the and the gal says, you don't know. And I go, uh uh-uh. I thought I'm a foreigner. And <laughs> she says, well, this is where raggedy Ann started. And wow. I go, I'll be dipped. Yeah. I said, I had no idea, you know. But you know, you don't find that out uh-huh. on the interstate. You know, you got to get off the beaten path a little bit. You know. You know the other one I always never took advantage of going. See, I'm I'm always. When I'm on vacation, I'm one of those people who just wants to be there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, most of the time, because I've, I've, I've got all these plans, and it's like driving is like, uh, I, need to, I, I have to concentrate on driving. That mm-hmm. give, makes me stressed. Uh, but one that I never took advantage of stopping to see, Sea Rock City. It's all the way from Indiana all the way to wherever in Tennessee or on your Man. way to Florida. Those signs that say Sea Rock City Rock everywhere City. you're at. And I never went, and I've always wanted I hear you. Yep. to to go and see Rock City. And I'm sure I'd be disappointed. Mm-hmm. But yep. at least you could say you've seen it. I've seen it, yeah. It's kind of like going to Wall Drug in South Dakota. <laughs> yes, I've been Everybody there. Everybody says, yes. don't waste your time. I had a ball with I it. did, too. I thought too. it was great. Yeah. <laughs> I did too. I thought, you know, that's their version of Toto. <laughs> it Only was, nicer. <laughs> it was fascinating to see one store that uh, went on for blocks and blocks. I mean, that was just, yeah. that is just amazing. Yeah. I had a great time there too. Oh yeah, I thought that Wall Drug was great. You know, yeah. and then we got turned around when we were out there, and I, we wanted to go to the Badlands then, and yep. I go. Eh, this is not, I think, the way we're supposed to go. So we went back into town. And stopped at the um, information center, and the gal said, uh, "Go this way, like two blocks, and take a right, and stay on that road, and it'll take you right into it." And I said, "Okay." So we get into the Badlands, and they got an information booth there, or whatever. And I said, uh, "Everybody tells me to get off the beaten path to go through here," and she says, "You are off the beaten path." <laughs> <laughs> but we we got up there a ways, and there's a gravel road. And so I said, well, let's take this gravel road for a little bit. Now, I don't think I'd want to do this in December, January, February, oh, no, 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 something no, like no, that. No, 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 we're not doing that. No. But we went back this gravel road about a mile or so, and my wife says, I think I've seen enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> so I could turn around. We go back down to the main road, which is not much better than the gravel road. But I said, oh, my gosh. I said, this is just pretty cool. So, yeah, uh, see, there, that part of the country is fascinating to me because it's so weird because it's so drastically different from oh, yeah. place to place. Well, and the Badlands change. Every time there's a rain, it changes. Yeah. And I thought, that's amazing yeah, that how is amazing. that can, can do that. Yeah. And then you go and you stop along the road and you see all these little prairie grofers. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and they're all sticking their little heads up yeah. at you. You know, just kind of like, and you yeah. stand still. And, you know, everybody dives into the hole, and then as you stand still long enough, they'll start popping back up, you know, and they think, okay, he's gone. (laughs) You know, Idaho is a lot cooler than I thought it would be. Oh, uh uh-huh. I I mean, I I, I, I was out there once. We were on tour of the theater show, and uh, we were in Boise, and it's a cool town. Uh But, I mean, you know, all I've ever heard was, oh, Idaho, but it's really cool country. I I mean, it really is. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I uh, I always wanted to see Rock City. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I never. Well, maybe we could we could sneak down there early Ooh. on on a, on a Monday morning. We could do a remote. <laughs> you know, that sounds like to me that sounds like a plan. Yeah, I'm I mean, you know, that. I don't know how far a drive that is, but <laughs> live from Rock City, okay. it's Uncle Doug and Rusty. There you go. 
Yeah, that would be. Uh, it would be really great if we could get show. the radio station to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be probably the best of all possible worlds, in my view. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's probably pretty doubtful. Um, I gotta, but that that part of the country does freak me out too. I have this weird, and my wife takes advantage of this all the time because I don't know how she knows it, but there are places here in the even in this county where you can't see human structures. It's mm-hmm. just desolate in my mind there's nothing man-made that you can see on the horizon she finds a way to go through those areas Mm -hmm. every pot because she knows that when i'm someplace where i can't see something civilization man-made i freak out because i start getting nervous Mm -hmm. because all these scenarios i've seen too many movies about stranded people on the highway i've just seen way too many of them and a big guy getting out walking out of the woods with a shotgun yeah hey boy what are you You know it's just like uh uh i i just have this 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 uh this thing about you know wide open spaces that Just go back to that. You know how many times I've seen that video? <laughs> Just get in that wide open space and somehow my, my brain goes back to that canoe trip uh, where... All right, I think I think... Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Just give me, yeah. give me a second here to recover. Yeah, the... Uh, oh, that oh, feels there so much go. better. All there right. you go. Yeah, the, uh, the guy... Uh, who is that? Who's standing there? Is that Burt Reynolds that's in on in on that? Yeah, he's... Uh, um, and the blind kid that's on the porch yes, playing the banjo. Playing the banjo. It, yeah, oh my gosh. That is just <laughs> hilarious. Oh my gosh. But I yeah. have I have that problem. I can't... So when I was in uh, North Dakota, mm-hmm. literally, mm. horizon to horizon, nothing. Oh, yeah. Literally nothing as mm. far as the eye can see, except occasionally you roll up on one of those chain link fences mm-hmm. in the middle of a field. Yep. That great big wide one. Mm-hmm. And you realize that in there is a nuclear weapon. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only civilization you're seeing from horizon to horizon. Yep. And then the thought then the thought went through my head. What if one of those opens up and takes off while we're driving by? Well, that wouldn't be a problem. That, that's what I mean. I mean, that would be a problem. Sudden, it's, would, it's worse landing. That's yeah, where it's going to be a problem. I would instantly realize <laughs> that right now I've got about three minutes to live. <laughs> so you know, yeah. that, that whole thing just started messing with me yeah. terribly. The whole isn't time it, we're driving through isn't there, isn't that crazy out there? How you can be driving out there for two, three, four hours, and you can see a mountain out there in the distance, yeah. and you're driving all that time, and that mountain, it, it looks like it's the same spot. Yeah. You, had, you haven't moved at yeah, all. exactly. I mean, it's, it's like, exactly. this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is just crazy. But it's cool country. Oh, I love it. I just love it. It is. I could live in Cody, Wyoming. I really could eh, live there. I don't know if I could live <laughs> there. Now, December, I'm... January, February, yeah. maybe not, you know, yeah. because they get winter. Yeah. I mean, they get serious <laughs> winter. That's how I felt about Calgary. What a beautiful city. But then you realize that when you hear that phrase, Alberta Clipper. Ah, uh, yeah. That's where it starts. That's where it came from, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. summertime, it is the most beautiful city I've ever been in. Oh, and yeah. it. then I realized that in the wintertime, you'd never be able to enjoy it because you would never be able to leave the house without turning into a human ice cube. Yeah, unless you learn how to drink. 
dress outside like a homesick Eskimo. You know, you're kind of like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Whoa. I don't know. I there's a lot of weird roads there too. I remember we were in uh, we were in Alberta and the Highway One in Alberta, Athabasca, I think, is where it comes to an end. We had a show in Athabasca. It's a resort town for deer hunters or and fishermen mm. because civilization ends at the river right there really? at the end i mean there is if you go further than the oh, river wow. in athabasca it's on foot or mm. on horse or something you oh, wow. do not go in there are no roads oh my god after that point north whoa but it's great hunting and fishing country so oh, they bet. have a resort city there that's always full of guys that wow are out doing that Mm -hmm. um but yeah that that was weird to come to a spot where the road just ends Mm. and there's (laughs) the only way to go from there is crazy dog sled or whatever it is yeah it's weird but you know what well it's like some places in minnesota where they have nine months of winter and three months of bad sledding (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i don't know minnesota is I, Minneapolis is one of the best cities I've ever been into. Minneapolis, really? St. Paul is a real because mm-hmm. once again, easy to get around. City the size of Chicago, mm-hmm. easy to get around. You can get around in yeah. Minneapolis, St. Paul, like you're you're in South Bend. Well, they got their issues up there now, though. Oh my! Well, ever since you know, yeah. The rest, restaurants up there are dying like crazy because people don't feel safe, so they're not going. Yeah, it's just kind of like you know, hey. Which is too bad because it was always a really cool city. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to go to the mall. Yes, yeah, I would love to yes. go to the mall sometime. Um, I've heard it's pretty cool. It is, well, you can't get through it. <laughs> you can't get through it's it. Big. Oh, okay. It's big. <laughs> Plan a day. Bring a lunch and a tent. Well, go spend go spend three days up there and say, okay, we'll do this section today, and tomorrow we'll do this section, and then the other day yeah. we'll do the section over here. You know? No, it's it's a really cool city. Well, it's been travel log with Uncle Doug and Rusty mm-hmm. this morning. Yeah. Um, yep. Well, I, I experienced the big city of Fairmont, Indiana yes, this weekend. Yes, you did. So how did that go? You it was good. We went on a couples thing, yeah. a couples retreat through uh, our church. And uh, we. this was our 47th year to go. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, we were uh, number two at longevity. Number two. Yeah, number two. The one other couple had been there 48 years, and wow. we'd been there 47. So, you know, I'm trying to figure out a way to break his leg you know, for, next, <laughs> for next year. So they won't know. show up and you hey can there. win the prize? Oh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so that way I get the prize next time, you know. Uh, yeah, longest going couple. Yeah, so, that's, but, a, yeah. that's a long time. How, cool. she, how has she survived this long How does she survive yeah, being married to me for yeah. 40 well, you know, if we don't get divorced, we'll be married 50 years next May. So it's kind of like, you know, how does she survive that? That well, is the question. Well, yeah. That is the yeah, question. Yeah, so I'll tell you. But I always tell her that when she got me, it was kind of like getting a, a Powerball prize, you know. She says, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> so. I'm trying to think. Usually you're happy when you get a Powerball prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she says it's more like a booby prize than an actual good prize, you know, so. Oh well, so was, that's the way it goes. It's kind of like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the theme song to Uncle Doug's marriage. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. Yep. Well, our guest is here, Sean Cerisi's with us. Um, 
we'll take a break and we'll come back. Let's uh, let's talk with him for a while. So All right. Deal. All right. Plan. We got uh, lottery tickets to give away. Oh goodness! So let me get out the uh, got some scratch offs from the Hoosier lottery. If you've won any of these from us in the last six months, oops, give somebody else a chance. These are popular items. And they're going to go to caller number 7 at 574-936-4096. 574-936-4096. Caller 7. Want a chance to be the Powerball first millionaire of the year? Enter eligible non-winning Powerball tickets for your chance to win. Plus, three Hoosier Lottery players will win a VIP trip to New York City. Enter today from the Hoosier Lottery. Imagine that. Play responsibly. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local, family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. You're tuned in to What's Your Opinion on WTCA in Plymouth. Be part of the conversation by calling 574-936-4096 or text the show at 574-307-6647. And now here's Kathy and Rusty. And the, uh, there's a th- reason for this theme song. Sean, if you can pull that mic a little closer to you there. And sure. Bridge over troubled water. We're going to be talking <laughs> about the footbridge. The footbridge. The footbridge. I have a story about the footbridge. Well, this is the, this is the time to tell it then. But, uh, yeah, we've, we've asked Sean to come in. and uh, he. Two of my classmates were in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> Their names will not be mentioned okay. today. Statute of limitations Statute. hasn't worn out. Yeah, is no, that maybe the, not. That the, okay. Maybe not. All right. But they were in a little bit of trouble, and they drove a car across the footbridge. <laughs> No joke. They actually, there said, they said there was like a half inch. It was a little MG. Uh-huh. And uh. they said there was like a half inch on each side. <laughs> wow. Now, uh, that, okay. was, that was like 19, probably 69 or 70. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if any of my classmates are listening. They probably know that They know. Story. Yeah. <laughs> And they probably know who. <laughs> you know, I, I, me and my friends did a lot of stupid stuff around the river, but that's not one of the things. Not one we, of them. No, we didn't, we didn't do that. Uh, so I don't know if the new bridge is going to be capable of handling an MG or something similar. <laughs> well, we have the man to ask. <laughs> Sean, are we going to be able to drive our cars over the walk bridge? Is that no, going to be a... No, I, I wouldn't recommend it. There's going to be bollards at each end. Oh, of the okay. That's going to stop it, there, but, uh, That's gonna stop If it, it could hold it before, I imagine it could definitely hold one now with the new new steel components. So. Woo! <laughs> wow. 
So, give us an update. What's going on out there? Yeah, so uh, we uh, we applied for some NDOT grant funding back in late 2017 uh, for this project and got awarded it in 2018, right about the time we were getting flooded. Right. Um, and uh, with all of these NDOT grants, uh, it's about a five-year process of of they just have a lot of bureaucracy and red tape right. they have to go through mm-hmm. in order to get their money. And um, so right now we are at the point where it's it's going to be uh, concluded in the next uh, month or so. Really? Um, they uh, painted the west side last week. They're sandblasting the east side of the bridge to get that primed and ready for the final coat of paint. And the, the main things they have left to do are the uh, installing the handrail, the lighting, uh, and then just the finishes, the decking and things like that. So um, it's all come, coming together. Um, so very cool. One of the funny stories that kind of highlights the the government bureaucracy and how ridiculous it can be at times is uh, we, we uh, decided that we wanted it painted this nice, it's kind of a brick red color. Right. And it kind of matches yeah. what the, the viaduct at Michigan Street and the apartments nearby and... Um, and that was fine, and but it, apparently Indot has they approved their paint and what they call it's a, a paint system, and you have to have like a primer, an intermediate coat, and the finish coat, and they all have to be made by the same company and play well with each other. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that the the painter told us he could get the the red color we wanted, but it was made by Sherwin Williams, and the primer he was using was made by another company. And that threw up a red flag, and Indot said, "Hold the boat." And so finally, uh, fortunately, our our contractor and the engineer worked through it all. They had to take like a paint chip <coughs> sample down to Indot for them to test it to make sure the paints played well together. And finally, we got the red approved. Otherwise, we're gonna have to either wait for six months to get the paint that's red made by the right manufacturer or pick a different color. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> but it all worked out. <laughs> wow. Uh, I kind of, well, I mean, obviously you don't want something to wear out. Sure. I'm sure there's situations where maybe somebody would make a bad decision, but I can't imagine anybody wanting something like that to go wrong. Thank <laughs> hell. Wow doing a little homework on it at least so is the is the walking part of that is it going to be wood like it used to be or is it a different no it'll be wood okay cool cool what's been have they had any problems with it or i mean what's been the you know the the, uh the only change we've had is that the uh and i mean you know i'm no engineer but when our engineer (laughs) quit i kind of got thrown into managing some of these projects but it's something called the end bent which i understand is where like the suspension cables like tie into the the ground and there's a big concrete thing and on the eastern side of the bridge they had planned on just kind of fully recycling what was there and once they cracked into it they wanted to beef that up and add some more uh components there and that was a change order of like six or seven thousand dollars but it turned out it's not going to end up costing us anymore because they had more than that in savings and some other areas of the contract but that's been the only the only issue really Mm -hmm. so it's gone very smoothly yeah and now tell us a little about the history of this thing you mentioned suspension bridge it's as if i recall right it's the oldest suspension bridge the oldest one that's still in use i guess in the state of indiana wow Yeah. yeah that's pretty cool well, I mean, that becomes a real reason why you want to restore it, too. Yeah, I mean, it's sure. a piece of history. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm sorry, I'm writing some things down here. Yeah, they have a walk bridge down there at the park, down there at Winnemac, and it's oh yeah, they similar, do. but it's, yeah. it's a lot bigger and wider. You could probably <clears throat> drive a full size car across that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, don't, nobody heard that. Nobody heard that. It's long. I've seen, uh, as I've driven through Winnemac recently, lots of people have signs in their front yard. Oh, to say, we've walked that money, many times. Yeah. Raise money to help light their footbridge. They're yeah, trying to oh, do yeah. some lighting on it, yeah. I guess. But, so we're going to have lighting on ours. Yeah, there will be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. What kind of lighting is, is going to be on? I, I think it's just going to be from the post that kind of shines down that kind of illuminates it that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just like regular like street lights or... Or are yeah, they going to be kind of decorative? I think kind they'll, of be, they'll be more decorative. Than yeah. That. yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, how has has in your mind has the process been smooth for you guys? I mean, yeah, very much. So. I think it's been aided by the fact that Laporte Construction is who is the contractor doing it, and they were actually awarded the contract to do River Park Square oh, Phase okay. Two. So we don't have two different contractors butting heads or trying to coordinate with each other they've got staff that kind of seamlessly moves from one project to the next and uh, it's it's gone very nicely tell us about the process of putting these together because i mean you know you you got to be getting the, the i don't i don't want to put a hat on you but you got to be kind of an expert at this point in dealing with these grants and and all this stuff that goes on to put this together i mean talk about the process of that a little bit yeah so i mean you, you put in an application and uh then you wait for a few months to see if you, you get awarded it. And we were really shocked that, you know, some of these projects, like, for example, uh, a simple one is the sidewalks that run from Baker Street uh, at Randolph to the east toward uh, um, Riverside right, School. Yeah. Um, that was funded by NDOT. And we applied for that like three times, like three years in a row before we finally got awarded. This, this one, um, we were actually approached by somebody at, at the engineer, one of the engineering firms that we work with frequently, and so they said, we know you want to do this bridge if you thought about applying for it. And uh, the mayor's like, hey, what the heck? And it was like about yeah. a week before the application was due, we threw the application together and we got funded. So it was, it, you never know with some of those things. But mm-hmm. since then, um, then you go through a, a process where you um, put out a RFP to get proposals from different engineering firms to, uh, do the design work. And then, so we spent probably three and a half years with working through different um, versions of the plans, things like that. They have to study how this affects the river flow and all those kind of things. And, and uh, then getting those plans right. approved and then, uh, then putting it out to bid for contractors. And, uh, and then, so that happened uh, right about the first of the year. So it's been a, um, you know, nine, ten month process. Another, another crazy regulation that was a little bit of a um, curveball we had is that we had to, there's a certain date like in April where if you're going to cut any trees down, that you have to have the trees cut down before that time. Otherwise, it interferes with uh, bat habitats because the bats sleep in the trees, I guess. And so we had to actually hustle and get a, a special tree contractor in like, the day before that deadline hit otherwise we would have had to had to work around these trees and cut them down in like november or something like that so oh my but. word oh my <laughs> <laughs> I know. bats bats seem to be the biggest hindrance to pretty much any bridge project in this county because they had the same problem out on 
was it 13th Road where they had to do this study about the bat habitat or something? I'm surprised they didn't have to do that on King Road Bridge out there because that's been (laughs) shut down, you know, for about 100 years now. We've had two that get into our city office in the last (laughs) month, and Laura Mann will send me a text and... Fortunately, you know, I, I don't. I try not to harm them. I have in the past, but these two I was able to capture. And uh, Dave Cooper with the Park Department has told me that that you need to drive them uh, at least two miles away, and then they won't be able to find their way back. So I went a little more than two miles out, like right by the Plymouth Speedway, and I released the bats. So. <laughs> If you live so down now, there, I apologize if you've got bats now. So now you're also the, the uh, city bat catcher, no, evidently. Laura gave uh, me a, t- a t-shirt with Batman on it. It was really a lot of fun. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, my. You never never know what hat you're going to be wearing That's any right. day. And yeah. I, 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 in the county, a lot of the communities in the county, Plymouth, one of them, uh, we've been rather... I don't want to say lucky because I don't believe in luck, but we've we've been able to get a lot of grant money to come back into this county for a lot of projects. We've been very successful at that. Is there a reason in your mind why? Well, you know, I think it's just we've been very well organized, and uh, in in recent years, I think we've gotten more skilled at applying for the grants. I mean, there's a little bit of a knack of, you know, wording things right and and being able to explain why the state making that investment in this community is going to have a impact that is uh you know more than just the dollars that they invest that you can show kind of ripples of effects of of all the good things that we're doing here and how it's going to really improve the the uh, quality of life and the economy locally and i think we've we've gotten better at telling those stories and we've had a lot of a lot of success because of it now talk about the the uh, uh history of this project a little bit too i mean what what was the discussion in the early part? Was there any discussion of well, maybe we should just take it out of there or anything like that? I mean, talk a little bit about that decision making process that happened at the very beginning of just what you were going to do with this project. You know, I I don't think there was, as far as I know, any ever any discussion of that. It seemed like it was, although maybe didn't look the best. It seemed as though it was, uh, you know, pretty stable. We had it inspected along with the parks department had. Uh, um, an engineering study maybe i don't know three or four years five or six years ago i guess it must have been before this grant um to look at all the footbridges and make sure they're sound and uh i think it scored relatively well for a hundred year old bridge yeah um so i it didn't seem as though we're at, at risk or anything like that but um as far as i can recall there seemed to have been um and the date will escape me but it's been several years ago um there was a uh event that was hosted at the wild rose moon about you know things that would be great to happen in the downtown and the reese theater was one of the uh one of the projects that was talked about and randy danielson's and talked about that there are these junior high kids that came there and uh and talked about the reese and that was one of the things that inspired he and eleanor to get involved and and you know pick that project up Um, but the footbridge came up at that meeting as well and it seemed like at that time there was a lot of discussion about how can we make this happen um and and the community seemed to be very interested in it at that time and before that um i think people liked it people used it but there hadn't been a lot of discussion that i was aware about that we need to you know save this thing and right and uh so it just kind of went from there and we were lucky to get the grant and 
here we are, five years later. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of interesting, too, is the uh, I know it had... It's always looked shaky, okay? When I was yeah. a little kid, I used to ride my bike over it, and that was the thing you were always thinking, oh, will it hold? It? But it's a walk bridge. I don't think it's ever been structurally not safe. I mean, that's the thing mm -hmm. about it is, is the kind of shape it's in, mm -hmm. you have to save it because it's, it's never really deteriorated that yeah, far. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, it's mm -hmm. always been really a... Mm -hmm. You look at it and say, oh, I don't know, but then you get out on it and it's totally... Yeah. Totally, totally solid. The real, so, the guy to have on to talk about the history of it would be Kurt Garner. And yes. I know I've, I've been at a uh, brown bag lunch at the uh, county museum before that he's given about history of Plymouth, and he had all the history of it. And it's my understanding that he and Chris, uh, maybe he proposed to her on oh, the foot really? bridge, or there, there's some oh, kind of history yeah. there, a very interesting story of it from their past. So. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. yeah, to Get on either one of them about that. Chris, oh, will, yeah. Chris will talk about it. I'm oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. So it's about it's about four foot across wide, or is it about five? It's, I can't it's remember. Be now. At least five. Five. Think, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now remember the history of what he's already told us. Do we really want to give him specs on how wide <laughs> this is? I will not try that. Now I might try taking a motorcycle across it, but you know, but yeah, I'm, I, yeah. If I could find one, yeah. Mm. I sold mine, so. So it's about five feet wide? I think so, yeah. yeah. And that's probably, what, 150, 200 feet across, something like that? That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I can't remember now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad it's going to be there still. Yeah. I mean, honestly, because I, I remember riding my bike over that thing almost every day when I was a kid, especially well, and in the I think, summertime. too, especially since there seems to be more more work yeah. on that, that park area down yeah. there. That there's going to be more activity down there, right. and it just makes sense that you know there's people going to be using that bridge that maybe hadn't in the past, but sure. they will now, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Now overall down there, there's a lot of stuff going on. It look is it all? It's almost done, isn't it? The, the yeah. The the park will be done in the next uh, month or so as well. Everything before snow flies this year will be done down there. Remind me of what there's a, a the path is being extended. Along the river, correct? So that's going to take a little while longer. The, okay. So that's part of another separate NDOT-funded grant that uh, is still about three years away before it's completed. Okay. It's just they've started the surveying and the design and stuff like that. But the, the rest of the improvements to the park uh, are going to include uh, there'll be a, a picnic shelter. Um, there'll be some permanent cornhole uh, boards that are uh, there that people can play. Um some playground equipment that is kind of low to the ground so that, uh, you know, if we do have a flood in there, trees and things aren't getting jammed up uh, in it. Um, they've already poured some new new paths kind of within the park. And then there's going to be a uh, veterans uh, memorial plaza that has uh, flagpoles with all the different service branches. And um, they've improved the parking along uh, Garrow Street. There's a whole new s section of angle parking uh closer to the to the bridge there mm -hmm. so. uh, yeah well cool. it's already a beautiful area um and having that done i i i'm gonna take that road out of there and that yeah. ought to be really cool when that's done yeah, now okay. now is the point you know i'd say everybody says this every time <laughs> the original plan was to extend that uh trail out to Dixon Lake is that still even in the? I mean, if it mm -hmm. happens, I know it's going to be 
we'll all be dead before right, that yeah. actually comes to fruition. But is that still kind of the idea? So, they want yeah, to a couple of years ago, um, as part of that, the stellar communities <clears throat> process that we've been engaged with, with the county and all the other towns, um, we created that was the Marshall County Trail Master Plan. And it has kind of the current state of trails and all the county and the communities in there. And then it has kind of visions for the future. And, and that trail is the one to Dixon Lake is listed as a possibility, yeah. but I would agree with you. It's still <laughs> probably See, might be before we die, but I don't know. <laughs> and that's the thing. Those of us who are around government and projects like this and stuff, you say something like that and you're, you're thinking in your head, you know, well, maybe in 2050 this will be. Right. So we're going to put, everybody hears this, they're doing that tomorrow? No, we're not <laughs> doing it tomorrow. It's going to be a long, this is what we'd like to do and there's going to be a process to it. And We could race uh, our wheelchairs down through there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to make it that long, believe me. But I, I just know that was originally... Years and years and years ago, that was what they were talking about. Now, with all the other communities around doing their trails and things like that, I mean, it seems feasible eventually yeah. that every town could hook together by trails, right? Is For that, sure, yeah. I mean, because I know Culver's been big on, on getting a lot of stuff done down there. They're, they're really busy, aren't they? For you, sure, You live yeah. down there, don't I do, you? yeah, yeah. They're really a busy town. Yeah, lots of activity and new trails. Uh, my wife and I were just out riding our bike on them yesterday. Huh? Yeah. And that, you know, to me, that's a cool thing. If you got everybody connected mm -hmm. by trails, they can ride bikes, place. I mean, that that that's cool. Mm -hmm. I think. I think that's a that part of that goes down South Plymouth Street there, and I don't know where it goes after that. I don't, or if it goes around around the lake or oh yeah, you know, so I, it, it goes South Plymouth and then it uh, it jogs out onto. Uh, South Main, I think it is. Then yeah. it goes to okay. the ends at the cemetery. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. all right, yeah, okay, yeah. Because my daughter used to live there on South Plymouth. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I just wondered about that because they tore out the sidewalk across the street from her house and they put this big old wide thing in there. Now it's like six foot wide sidewalk <laughs> or something like that. But it was going to be part of that trail, you know. And I thought, right. Well, yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah. Well, while we got you here, let's talk a little bit about. You mentioned sidewalks, some of the stuff that's going on. I'm kind of interested in the the oh, the one the committee that Allie's on, the streets, Com complete the streets. Complete yeah. streets. Mm -hmm. If you don't mind, can we talk a little bit about that sure, too? Sure. Yeah. They had a couple of things they were testing around, and once again, this is another one of those things when they're doing a project, nobody, there's no money involved. They're doing right. a study to find out, and nothing's going to change tomorrow. So, you know, when you see these, these projects out here, these little things, they're trying to figure out if that's something that would be a good thing for that spot. Now, I know they had a couple of them they were testing. Have they done those yet? Or? So they, they did one this spring on Jefferson Street uh, by the Coffee Lodge, and that kind of just narrowed the travel lanes and, and put in a, a crosswalk there. And that seemed to be, you know, pretty well received. And then, um, then they did one out on uh, West Jefferson, uh, just across from where the new uh, Serenity Place uh, permanent supportive right. housing unit is, and that narrowed the streets again and put a, a crosswalk. Um, didn't uh, didn't have you know hardly any commentary on that one right. uh, either way. It seemed like people got got along with it. There there were you know some people on the East Jefferson one that were thought it slowed things down too right. much and, and things like that. And then the the Board of Public Works had approved. Uh, they plan to do in the month of August one at 
just right downtown at the uh, intersection of Michigan and Garrow Street. Um, we got the approval process with NDOT got a little bit delayed, and now they're planning on doing that sometime. Then we thought we got approved, and then Blueberry was coming, and now we thought sometime this month, maybe the middle of this month to the middle of next month, they're going to try that. And that'll be just kind of adding a little arc of um, plastic barricade right, type things yeah. to protect people from driving around each of the four corners so it makes the sidewalk a little bit bumped out and so it makes it a little less distance you have to cross to get across the street so it's a little bit safer um, so the idea with those in some communities once they build them out with real you know concrete and stuff is then you can utilize that for pedestrians and maybe put some chairs out there and you know people are at Opie's they can right. go have their sandwich and sit there and things like that so it should be interesting. And the reason I bring that up is because it's getting to the point. I mean, the plan has been there for downtown. Doug, you've watched it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've watched it sure. since I came back. The the, sure. the change, and granted, it was 30 years ago, but the change in that downtown since I got back into town uh -huh. has been, if you've been away from Plymouth for a long time, come back home and see what, what's happening down there. It's really exciting to me because mm -hmm. it's, it's vital again. But you're getting to the point now where things like bumping out the corner, it's the fine-tuning of making that downtown what everybody wants mm -hmm. to see. That's that I'm getting the feeling that's kind of where we're at in the yeah, process. Yeah, I would agree with that, yeah. Um, it's similar to what Bremen did downtown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. it is. Yeah, And and that looks beautiful, the Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's just gorgeous. There, huh? if, if people haven't seen that, they need to go take a run over to Bremen and see downtown. It's, it's really nice what they did. Yeah. And once again, that seems to be something that's really – this county is alive with that kind of stuff. A mm -hmm. lot of communities, like we just talked about Culver. Bremen's another one I didn't even bring up. All kinds of things are at Lakeville, Laville, La Paz, I guess, is the yeah. Marshall County. But they're trying to figure out ways to, to build that community and get some things going. There. I sure. mean, it's just amazing the, the amount of projects and things that are working in this county all over um, that, you know, you got to feel like you're living in at least an area where mm – -hmm. Things are the thing I like about working. those mm -hmm. things is people will not be able to drive through a parking spot to get to the corner oh, to yeah, turn. Yeah. It drives mm -hmm. me insane when people do that. No, I'm guilty. You're not of supposed. That. You're, not supposed <laughs> to drive. you're not supposed to drive, and I don't. I you know I figure if I'm going to whine about it, I should not do it. So I don't do U-turns on Michigan Street. Mm. I don't. You know I. Yeah, you know, I, I don't do that one. But no, driving through a parking spot. But I don't drive through a parking spot. I'll have I'll sit there right in the middle of the lane, and I'll I'll have my right turn signal on, and people behind me are going, huh? <laughs> He's just old. He's just old. Just deal with it, you know. But you know, oh, I uh, I gotta say that, that um, I've just stopped, started walking. I don't even worry about it anymore. So that way, I don't I don't do stupid stuff like that. The one thing I think that is everybody's pet peeve. I'm sorry. I didn't. John's sitting here. He's like, okay, what's gonna be coming? <laughs> the people who <laughs> who are driving south on Michigan and see the parking spot. In the northbound lane, and then just yeah. decide they're going to slide over into that. That, oh yeah, that drives me out of my mm. mind. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have a way to fix that. Well, I do too. I, let's let's just put a median there. Let's just put no, a grass median. Okay, now everybody's going to be running all over town. And say, Sean Cerisi said a grass median was going in on Michigan Street. No, that's not. We're we're just no. That's not happening. But that's 
one of those little things when you're fine tuning, figure out a way to, to make that. I, I went and bought a couple train horns, electric train horns, to put on my car, and I got to find somebody <laughs> to, to wire this all up for me so that when I see somebody that's holding up traffic so they can do that, I can go. <laughs> oh so they may pee down their leg, but you know. <laughs> see, the funny thing was is that until Jim Coonsey about five years ago mentioned it sitting in that chair, that that was one of his pet peeves. I'd never even noticed it before. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, that opened my eye. I didn't realize that happened as oh, yeah. often as it does. But Yep. It's every day, you see. I've, this is kind of like, really? Drive around the block, please. I, I mean, you know, I've been take a, you two I, minutes longer. I've been a passenger in a car that's done that more than once. Ooh. So, yeah, <laughs> that led to a discussion. But uh, oh, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so what, what else? What are you look, guys looking at in the future? You got, uh, oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. Um, the redevelopment commission and how that works. Cause I, when I first got into government, I was a little bit, I couldn't understand what was going on with the redevelopment commission uh-huh. and the money and things like that. So maybe walk us through a little bit of that process. Cause that's where the funding is coming from for, uh, the bridge, isn't it? Or some for, of the, a lot of the stuff the, down the there. park. Yeah, yeah. The bridge is, is not being funded through that okay. park. Yeah. The bridge is through a grant that you guys got primarily separately. from the, yeah. From okay. The grant. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So the way redevelopment works is if they have they have the power to designate certain areas as a redevelopment district. Sure. And they usually do that um, in areas that they think are kind of primed for development. And uh, that process involves getting some approvals from them and the plan commission and the city council all have to set their eyes on it and say, yes, this is a good idea for the community. And just to give some, you know, easy numbers let's say they draw the map and say this is our new district and right. there's four parcels of land in there and the county assessor at the time they draw the map says um, the value of these properties are a hundred dollars and okay. so that becomes the base all the taxes that are generated off of that hundred dollar valuation still go to all the other taxing entities, the city, the county, the library, the sure. township, the schools, and all of those, you know, everybody gets their normal cut. But then any new development that happens, like say a factory gets built on one of those parcels, and now the assessor says the, uh, you know, the land is worth $200. And so that extra $100, all of the taxes that are generated off of that go to the redevelopment commission and then they are able to use those funds to um, make improvements in that district or surrounding areas so it gives a tool of particularly if you're trying to attract like say a new factory or something like that and the factory says well we want to locate here but there's no streets here there's no water infrastructure Um, well then the redevelopment can say well you're going to generate all these taxes we can use that money to you know, help fund building out some of those things. Or um, we've used redevelopment funds largely to create River Park Square and uh, a lot of other projects throughout the city. It's basically infrastructure, isn't it? I mean, I think originally Mm -hmm. the idea was, well, if a factory doesn't have water or they don't have the right electric Mm -hmm. feed, we can provide that for them and get them to move. It's kind of the idea behind it um, was to build infrastructure to, to develop an area. Right. Um, and you know, then we can argue about what infrastructure is, but I think a park is infrastructure. Sure, yeah. I don't think that that's a stretch at all to to think of that. Now, I'm interested in some of the, and I know you've been in to talk about it before, but I'm going to ask you again. I'm sorry, 
the the way they're using it because i know centennial crossing used the uh -huh. tiff in a unique way and that's something you guys have been doing um a lot of is finding thinking outside the box i guess finding partners finding different ways to get things done and this is one of those through redevelopment is that they can no i'll let you talk about it. you know what you're talking yeah, about I'm so just, it's a it's kind of a unique unique thing in the state laws uh um there the gov the redevelopment commission um in cooperation with another city board that really only exists to do these kind of things called the plymouth economic development <laughs> commission <laughs> um can issue bonds and they're called economic development revenue bonds. And so it's a little bit different from the concept of normally you think uh, a government sells bonds that's they're they're taking on debt to raise money for some government related project. Sure. But, but with these uh, under these statutes, the economic development revenue bonds, you can sell the bonds and then once the government gets the proceeds of the bonds, then they can use those uh, to uh, help with developing a, a private development. So essentially what happens with uh, with a project like Centennial uh, Crossing, the developer, we sold the bonds directly to the developer. And so they, they took out a loan or brought cash to the table to buy the bonds. Okay. But then once the city gets that money, instead of using it on a city project, they're able to, through these statutes, push it back to the developer to invest in that in the project sure and then the tax revenue that it's captured by the redevelopment commission because that project's in a tiff district is used to pay back the bonds to the developer so it really it it works functionally like a extended tax abatement really. that's exactly I mean, what i was um, thinking the tax talking, the general tax yeah. abatement laws only allow you to give a tax abatement for 10 years and you can set up these bonds to be a little bit longer than that i think we're on a 15-year term with uh the centennial crossing one um and it's worked out well it helped them in their decision making process of whether they were going to do the project um, the infrastructure costs of building out the streets and the sewer pipes and all of that, um, this helped offset that and make it financially viable for them. I think people, I, most people probably do, but the, the cost of infrastructure is just astonishing. And, and like you just alluded to there, if they didn't get a, a little bit of a tax break, mm -hmm. they're probably not able to get the bottom line to a point where they can do the the project i would imagine and would push that over the edge because somebody's got to put sewer and water in there mm -hmm. and you guys aren't yeah. literally doing that for them right so this enables them to to get more bang for their buck i guess the thing it, i like about that out to. there is that is all in the city limits yeah and all that tax <laughs> money is going to help come as tax base like people are going to be shocked when they figure out how much money that's going to bring in well, I, you oh, know yeah. it's I once again people need to need to study a little bit. But once again, you're talking about uh, a lot of people. Well, should we give them a tax abatement? Why wouldn't we want ten more people working here with paying taxes and buying things? Why? Yeah. Why is that a bad thing? And sure. then you've probably got you probably got a thousand people living out there now. Oh, easy. I would think. And three more apartment buildings going up. I mean, you know, I don't know how many you can put in one of those buildings, yeah. but you know, probably well, a couple hundred easy. As I understood it, I thought the houses were pretty well full. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. 
Yep. So, yeah, anybody said there wasn't a need for housing in Orange oh, County. Yeah, right. I don't know where you've been, but, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, okay. So, now, is it speculation here. Has anybody approached you guys about doing something else like that? I know the um, Kevin Berger, is that right, has, has yeah. a project going out there. But oh, mm-hmm. um, any... Any other projects that people are saying, hey, you know, maybe we ought to do this? Yeah, well, we have another project um, that we're proposing right now with Kevin Berger. Also, we're uh, applying for some grant funding through the the Ready Grants, if you've mm-hmm. heard about yeah. that. And we'll find out on September 19th, so that's just a couple of days mm-hmm. from now, uh, um, that if we get that funding. But that's to build some townhouses uh pretty much just north of City Hall um, at the corner of Water and Garrow Street and would take up, um, it reorganized that parking lot there and uh, would work to buy one or two of the houses that are to the north of the parking lot there and uh, be anywhere from 10 to to 12 uh, townhouses. So that's something that's in the works, I think would be pretty cool. Well, that right down there by the park, that'd be very yeah. cool. Something I think needs to be addressed. Uh, I don't know who does this redevelopment or somebody, but you know the old McCord building, uh, all mm-hmm. that that whole block in there behind treats. Yeah, I mean that that thing. Yeah, let, let's just go in there and just you know take most of that out of there and just yeah. kind of you know you, that'd be a great place for something like that. So we're know? we're hopeful that uh, yeah we've actually heard. Uh, there was some de- interest uh, from a developer for more housing there. Mm-hmm. And I've talked with uh, uh, Brian Van Dyne. He and Jim Van All actually own the McCords building now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I talked with Brian maybe three or four months ago about uh, we have uh, some new grant funding through uh, uh, this Brown. EPA Brownfield grant that would allow us to do that'll come online here at the first of October, mm-hmm. um, and we'd like to do an environmental review of that building just because mm-hmm. of the industrial. Oh yeah, sure. yep. And sure. we'll be able to do that free of cost uh, uh, through this grant. Mm-hmm. And and uh, in, in the spring, when I talked to Brian about that, he seemed you know open to allowing that to happen. And I think that given some information to a developer of what they're getting into right. um, c- yeah. could help, you know, get that moving forward. So I, I think I'm looking forward to some progress on that in the next year. Now this might be something that uh, I'm, well, I know you know about it, but um, the um, Michigan street underneath the railroad trestle mm-hmm. uh, center township has offered to help pay for uh, some painting, you know, decorating kind yeah. of painting and stuff like that there. And and I guess they they've talked about it, city council or somebody has anyway, but they said, well, one of the kickers is that that is railroad property. Yeah. And you know, if you wait on the railroad to give you permission, you're going to be 25 years down the road. Yeah. <laughs> so, but my my thinking is just go ahead and do it and apologize later. <laughs> well, and that's that's what that's what they're doing. And when we were at the city board meeting, we wanted to make clear, hey, we're not approving this or authorizing anything <laughs> just yeah. do what you're going to do and the funny story about that is the uh when we had volunteers in 2019 repaint the the viaduct there mm-hmm. um brent martin and i had been talking with the railroad for about six months and we you know we had to get a special insurance policy i had oh, to, yeah. i had to go through a online <laughs> half day training about railroad safety and all this stuff and uh, we had <laughs> given them everything that they asked for. And it was like the week before we were going to do the painting. And we're like, hey, has our permit been approved? 
and it was just crickets. We didn't hear anything. Oh, and no. so I oh. was, I was just like, you know, what the heck? Let's just do it and ask for, you know, forgiveness. Yep. And about a month later, the lady who had been dealing with reaches out. Well, hey, we need one more thing, and I just sent her pictures of it. it's already done. <laughs> and then I, I got a, I got a nasty gram from one of their lawyers like you didn't have permission and i really worried that we might be like having a federal lawsuit or something coming out of way for improving the bridge but nothing ever happened of it with it so i'm well, glad now that- we've got all this practice we can do the one like avondale <laughs> yeah. that's a, i've been threatening to go up there with a can of red rust-oleum and just gonna start in <laughs> Just, just oh, baffles man. me as to why you wouldn't want somebody to pay to improve your property. Yeah, oh, it was amazing for free, and we had, uh, uh, it was, yeah, just crazy. Well, I mean, it'd be different if you were putting some kind of offensive mural up there or something like that. But I mean, you're just making something look like it oh, is. I, I think it's beautiful. Six hundred years old. Oh like, my gosh! Yeah, yeah. compared yeah. to what it was, I mean. Good now they're Lord. talking about doing a mural down there underneath, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, I, I saw. I them think it'd their, be neat. Yeah, they're, be they're neat. in there cleaning some stuff. It's gonna up happen before bad weather hits. I think yeah. yet this yeah. fall. So. Cool. That ought to be fun. I'll walk by yeah. that every day. I think yeah. it's going to be interesting. I think to see. one thing I'd like to see on that concrete there in the middle is like, of course, we don't have the problem with water like we used to there. But, you know, a one foot mark, a two foot mark, a three foot mark. <laughs> if the water's up here, the water don't level. drive through yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. That might be. That might be useful. Oh, my. <laughs> well, there's just, there's just so much going on. Uh, downtown and all over the city that uh, i mean you know I, what what is your feeling about the direction i mean obviously we're mm-hmm. we're moving in a in a good direction right yeah, now. yeah well, i think the city's going in a great direction we've got a lot of momentum and uh it's exciting lots of good stuff going on around the county as well mm-hmm. well man i want to thank you for coming in i appreciate you spending time with us yeah you're welcome i'll mention one more thing that the mayor sent me this last night and he didn't know i was, <laughs> I was coming on the show to talk about the footbridge but he, one of his favorite things to follow, I think it's kind of a guilty pleasure, is the New York Post. He has like an app or something. It's a, oh yeah, uh, it's kind of like the tabloid newspaper yeah. of New York City, and it always has lots of just sensational stories. And this one was of grand opening of a footbridge in the Congo in <laughs> Africa, and it's on there. They have this, I guess, segment called Friday Fails that they put out a story every Friday, and it's like the mayor of the city is cutting the ribbon on this footbridge and as soon as they set foot on it it collapses oh. <laughs> and the mirror's like i hope that doesn't happen with ours i'm like oh, oh, me my. too but it's not gonna happen i don't oh. think they have quite as high as standards maybe in in africa for footbridges but, oh my goodness but check wow. that out if you want some entertainment today but. well you're <laughs> probably not gonna want me at the ribbon cutting if you want to keep that bridge solid because uh-huh. i and once i walk out on that thing it's gonna dip it's gonna bow there you go it's gonna happen but Mm-hmm. No, thanks for coming. And right. and once again, that the, hope to have that done, the bridge, before about the bad month, weather? Yeah, about a month or so. Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. Man, thanks, thank guys. you for have coming in. You too. All right. Hey, take care of yourself. Yeah. Sean Cerisi with us this morning. Uh, well, let's take news. Let's take a break. Uh, and we will be, whoops, I almost made a mistake. Uh-oh. I caught myself. Really? Yes, I, I did. Dog. It's it, it, Yeah. That's a win for a Monday. Yeah. That is a win for a Monday. <laughs>
Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. When you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Five seven four nine three six four zero nine six, or text five seven four three zero seven six six four seven. Let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth. Here's Kathy and Rusty. Actually, it's uh, Uncle Doug Day today. Yeah, that's uh, exciting. Uh, exciting news. Yeah. And uh, the other day, uh, you, you and Kathy were talking about. Um, I forget who was in. Was Laura in that day? But uh, you were talking about uh, some new business interest yeah. uh, coming into town. And mm-hmm. I thought, yep, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. It's good to hear. Yeah. Good I'm to hear. Looking, looking forward to seeing all that done down there because it's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, it's my dog thinks it's cool. She likes climbing into the uh, equipment every now and then. That's why I've been kind of... Uh, <laughs> been avoiding that area on my uh, walk so i didn't quite see exactly the what that everything the point that everything's at but there you go uh yeah once that's that it, i don't mind equipment sitting there but once it's out of there you're gonna see what it really looks like it's yeah. gonna be kind of cool yeah i think it'll be neat yeah, especially uh, if the grass grows in and all that yep. you know it takes a little bit you know get that little uh veterans plaza down there and yep. all that kind of stuff is that's what really, i'm waiting to see yeah i, I think that's gonna be cool that yeah. can be neat yep. I'm, I'm looking forward to that i'm looking for i forgot oh, i forgot to ask about the corner up here four corners where the uh uh they took down the old uh Oh uh, yeah, the subway. Uh, the old DX, yeah, yeah the, the old, old DX. subway, yeah, 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 and they smooth it all down. Yeah, there's going to be something in some there. kind of little park yeah. thingy or something. What, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wondered the status on that because I know they were looking for. I think it's pretty well set, but once again, I don't know, so I need to keep my mouth shut. And well, there is anything. some talk. Um, I've kind of heard this under the table a little bit. But, um, <laughs> 
you know how some towns have um, somebody comes in and does these big, huge murals on the side oh, of yeah, buildings. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And there is some talk about doing some of that here in Plymouth. And I said, oh, that'd be so that would be cool. cool. But I've seen some of those, and yeah. it's kind of like, holy schmoly. Yeah. And you can pull some of that up on the Internet. It's kind of like, and and the way they do these things, it is so elaborate. That, yeah. I mean, it, it they paint people standing there yeah. looking at this thing on this yeah. wall, and it almost looks like you could walk right into the thing. Yeah. And it kind of, you know, if you had too much to drink one night, you might <laughs> you might do that. I mean, you know. Thought there was a door there. No, it looks like it. Was. it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh boy. No, I I think that would, there is a, a couple of smaller murals in town. I think there's one down by your shop in the alley. There isn't there behind Yolanda's? Um, yeah, there is on that one wall yeah. there. Yeah, there is one, um, there. and that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, with the colors and, and yeah. of course you know the, the Hispanic colors they they really jump out. At oh you yeah, anyway. and uh, yeah, that's pretty neat. I like I, that. I like that idea. I like mm-hmm. I I I think you got to pick it right. Because I'd want it someplace where everybody could see it. It'd be a nice thing to have coming into town, actually, on one one of the entrances to the mm-hmm. to the city. It'd be nice to have a sure. mural somewhere on a wall. But I don't know where I'm thinking about it. I say that, mm-hmm. and I can't think of anywhere yeah, you put where it. Would you, yeah. But I, I do like that idea. I think mm-hmm. it gives a lot of life and color to to a town. Yeah, absolutely. Brightens things up again. a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, look yeah. what happened when they did that to that uh, railroad crossing up in South Bend, up towards... Uh, uh, Notre Dame. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, on 31. As you get north of uh, the river there, mm-hmm. and they that, remember how that used to. Oh look yeah, that was horrible. And how it looks now. I mean, yep. it's completely changed that area, and all they yeah. did was throw a little paint on it. Yep. Um, yep. Which, to me, that sounds like a cheap. So I should go get my red rustoleum and start on the bridge. Start on the bridge. <laughs> there you go. I think they are going to do something. I'm, I'm not quite sure on the plans yet. I know they're doing something there, mm-hmm. and I think they're painting though the the flat. I think that's um, yeah. I think that's the idea. Yeah, yeah the yeah. flat stuff in there that's already because I I know mm-hmm. that there's a guy in there uh, washing all that stuff down. So mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I got I, a feeling there. But you know, it's, it's kind of like you know, like you know, you, you you wait to get permission for stuff like that from the railroad, especially. I mean, they're horrible. But you know, you just go ahead and do it and apologize. Say, <laughs> you know, we sorry, we didn't know. You know, hey, <laughs> I, I don't know. I I was one of those guys who. I was afraid not, not to ask permission. Well, one time it would have been, but, you know, the best years of my life are over with, so it's kind of like, yeah, you know, I guess. what are they going to do to me? I just remember my dad said something one time that almost made me pass out because it was exactly my thought process. You know, he said when he was a kid, when his buddies were asking if there was, there was something they wanted to do that they knew was a little bit shady. Mm-hmm. First thing that went through his head was, is this going to be fun enough that I'm going to be okay with it when my dad finds out? <laughs> there you go. There you and go. And I looked at him and I said, that's funny because that's exactly the thought process I had when oh, my buddies would come and say, hey, let's do this. Is this going to be fun enough that I'm not going to mind when dad finds out? So, yeah. That, I hear that, you. Uh, I hear that's, you. That's the bottom line. So, I guess the railroad is dad. Mm-hmm. Is that the- there you go. What do you think, Dad? Can I get away with this? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my. Well, I'm looking forward to that because I I like I like those kind of things. I like. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd be nice to get some kind of um, 
decorative thing, you know, in that middle yeah. concrete section, you know, some kind of, maybe they can combine that with the other part. Oh, the, and, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, just kind of decorate that up a little bit, you if know. Just nothing, like, paint it. No, just it's paint a, it a yeah, color. It's something, you know. yeah. I I offered one time to, <laughs> to if, the, if the city would buy the paint, you know, I have three boys that paint. Yeah. I said, we'll get that thing painted. Well, you know, you well, can give sure. us permission to block the streets off a little bit so yeah. we don't get run over. But, you know, hey, we'll, we'll paint it. And, uh, yeah, it couldn't happen now, probably, but, you know. But, but that, yeah, you're right. That middle, yeah. if that had some, just some color on it. Oh, yeah. Some kind. Yeah. It something. would brighten that up. But yeah, that's going to be a nice addition. Now, on the, uh, mm, I'm trying to think where I was. I was thinking about something on the West End. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah. I, my mind yeah, I don't know. runs. But it's good to see all these things going on. Sure. sure. Um, now, the next big thing, I think, in River Park Square is a Hispanic festival. Uh, yeah, and I can't remember when that is. Oh, is it's that... coming up this month, September. No, I'm thinking it's pretty close. Yeah, it's sometime this month. Yeah. I know within the next couple of weeks. I need to get down there this year. I haven't been able to get there the last couple of times because I've been working. Uh, but no, oh, sorry, didn't well, mean to do that. Well, we got the weekend of the twenty seventh, twenty fourth, or the first. Seems so, the twenty seventh rings a bell with me for some reason. So I but I, but yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Have you been to the Honduras restaurant downtown? No, I haven't. Every day I walk past that, I make up my mind. I'm coming back go, for lunch, and I, I never have. I need to go. I need to go down there and, and say, okay, could you do me a favor? You know, I'm old, and I'm. Can you do something and put your hours on the front window? <laughs> yeah. Because I have a hard time keeping track of when they're open. Somebody said yeah. they're open Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. I don't know. I, you know, I know they're closed Sundays, but you know, I know yeah. when they're open because when I walk by on my way home from work, I smell it. Oh, so my. yeah, that's uh, that's well, what every day I walk by there. So I'm coming back, and then I don't. And it, well, I uh, missed out on the Cuban restaurant. Yeah. They were open ten minutes. Yeah, and, and they closed. And, and I said, okay, I got to get to the Honduras people. So I walked in there and I said, I don't have a clue what you got. <laughs> don't have a clue. And and so. Uh, I said, well, what is this? And they said, well, okay, that's a chicken empanada. And okay. And they had a rolled that. beef taco. Ooh. And so I got one of each, and she says, do you want the slaw and the uh, salsa on it? I yeah. said, hey, first time here, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. So we, And it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. It was great. I thought, ooh, yeah. I said, but, you know, I, get it. I can't remember when they're open, so I yeah. got to figure this out. You know, so I'm going to see if I can't get them to, to – Put a piece of paper in your front window, please. Well, either that or just give you a piece of paper. Well, there you, you know. go. Give you a business card or but, something. You know, but, but, yeah. They're downtown, um, and I have not been there. I yeah, you got to go I check that out. There. It's, it's pretty good. Get you know? there. And it was like, yeah, I think with a drink, I don't know, it was 11, 12 bucks. See, like and that. that's, you know, and any more. That's you're going to yeah. pay that at McDonald's for oh, yeah a easily meal. easily so yeah. yeah I'm I'm much more willing see that I don't I don't do a lot of fast food anymore. nah I don't either yeah I don't either. if I can't sit down with a knife and a fork and mm-hmm. in a place and eat it I'm not real interested in eating although there. if you haven't tried the onion rings at Culver's I have not been to Culver's yet. Oh, you got to try the fish sandwich. Okay. And it's 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 great. All right. It's great. And then the onion rings is enough for two people. Okay, I can believe I said, that. Holy schmoly. I got one order of that and I couldn't believe it. I said, huh. "You have got to be kidding me." I said, "Man, this is enough for two people." <laughs> I have not been there yet. Oh yeah, you got to go check that out. Uh, not man. been there. Yeah, maybe we can I, do a remote from there. Now, there you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, we could just do a remote from a different place. A lot of places. Every time. Yeah. Would work out. Especially as our food related. Yeah, I mean, there's that'd food be- there. <laughs> That'd be great. We might not be doing much other than playing music because mm-hmm. I'll be too busy eating yeah, to talk. Yeah, I'll be saying, hey, you know what? <laughs> but no, I haven't been to Culver's yet. I was yeah. never, that was never one of those places, even when we were out of town, where it's mm-hmm. like, well, we don't have one at home. Yeah. It's just a, another burger. See, I always I, try to stop. When we're traveling, I always try to stop at places we don't have. Don't have. Yeah. Yep. And that way, you know, but yeah. That was never one of, now, as bizarre as it sounds, Jack in the Box is. I will eat at a Jack in the Box anywhere you go. Yeah. I don't know why, but I, I love that place. I don't know where the closest one is to us. It's <laughs> the, the, like... the only one I've ever eaten at is in St. Louis. When oh, we yeah. Come visit okay. family with at least one time, we yeah. got to eat at Jack in the Box mm, for me. There you go. But, uh, there you go. Yep. I would be happy if we had one of those. But yeah. Yeah. I think that's a southern yeah. thing. I don't. Well, there's a big deal going on uh, in two weeks, uh, two weekends from this past weekend. Okay. The James Dean Festival. Ooh. Oh, I tell you what. it's. Are you going back? I may that? go back. I'm, I'm thinking I may go back down for the car show. You got the brochure there. I got a little brochure here. This starts the 20, 23rd, 24th, and 25th of September, and it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But they have, I mean, it's unbelievable what they have going on down there. But um, they have a parade. They have uh, three days worth of car show. I mean, it's the one, uh, I went down there a couple of years ago, and they had 1,200 cars down there. Holy Toledo. And they just take over the park uh, down there, which is kind of like on the east side of town and then south just a little bit. But... Um, and then the downtown, I guess. Now, I've, I've, I've never been downtown, but they have... Uh, they block the streets off and everything else, and of course they're not blocking off a state highway, so it helps. But um, they, you know, they have all kinds of vendors and stuff like that out there on the streets and and selling stuff and whatever you know, kind of like their version of Blueberry, I guess. But you know, yeah. But I thought, wow, it'd be pretty cool. But I did go down a couple of years ago for the the car show on a Saturday afternoon. It's kind of like you have got to be kidding me. But everybody well, said, well, you need to go over to Gas City because they have the Ducktail over there. And, okay, I've been through Gas City too. Yeah, and they said that is a bigger car show than James Dean. Really? And I said, you know what? My little legs can't take <laughs> <laughs> much of this. <laughs> it's kind of like holy cow. You know, I I'm oh. fascinated with car shows are a big big deal. Tractor oh. shows are uh, a big. These oh, shows huge. are a big deal. Huge. I I just love what these guys do with this stuff. And see, I mean, growing up, I never went to one I, mm-hmm. until I got. Until a few years ago, I'd never yeah. been to a tractor. Festival. I missed that the the tractor show uptown this year yeah. got rained out. Oh you know, yeah, that's, like, oh, that disappointed everybody. Oh man, isn't that weird? Tractor show gets rained out, and every, all you hear about for now, how many months later, you're not the only one. Everybody I know has been yeah. like, oh, it's so angry that got rained yeah, out. Got rained out. Yeah, doggone it. I'll tell you what, it was just, yeah, it's just crazy. Uh, the these guys, I mean, you know, and I think. I don't know. To me, I don't know. I've tried to restore a truck once. Yeah. I think restoring a tractor would be a whole lot easier because you've got, you know, everything is so easy to get to. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, where a car or a truck, you got to you gotta really tear into it. But, you know, a tractor, <laughs> I mean, everything's right there in front of you. So I, I don't know. But some of these guys have just cleaned these things up and repainted it. And they yeah. look, they're just 
They're gorgeous. They're beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're just. Uh. I understand why they're proud of them, believe me. Oh, yeah. I understand why these guys bring them out and want to show them off. You betcha. It, it, it's worth seeing. You betcha. Uh, oh, my gosh. It's yeah. funny you mentioned that because I have a friend who's, whose father is a mechanic uh. and his son is an, uh, a mechanical engineer. Mm-hmm. So he's the one who designs the cars that his dad and i guess the two of them when they get together at christmas they just start yelling at each other <laughs> who would ever design a spark plug to be at that angle and it well who would not know how to get to it that's a problem and so, <laughs> you know and so they just argue back and forth over how this is designed terribly well if, it, well, if you can get any brains you can figure it out you know it's just, and they go back and forth over i think over that i think my my one of my pet peeves with the way they engineer cars is the engineers should have to work on these. From the <laughs> that is exactly what. Because if they did exactly that, exactly what they said. I mean, I that saw is the argument. I watch a lot of car, uh, uh, like uh, there's YouTube videos, car, yeah. car wizard, yeah, uh, legit street cars, uh, Hoovy's garage, um, uh, vice grip garage. I mean, you know, and, and, uh, this, you know, I don't have a life, so I watch all this watch stuff on YouTube. Garages. Yeah, but. Uh, um, this guy, um, a car wizard, he's out in Kansas someplace. And he was complaining. He was working on a 99 Chevy pickup or GMC pickup. And his complaint was that the way they built this thing, you know, to get to the heater core and all this stuff, yeah. put in a new one, you had to tear blankety oh, yeah. blank this and yes. this stuff and this stuff. And, yeah. and, and tear the dash out and all this stuff. It's going to like, why not design this thing so you undo a couple little bolts or undo a flap of metal or something yeah. like that, reach in, pull the thing out, put a new one in and stick it back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like, he says, even then they were engineering this stuff so that you couldn't work on it. Is it kind of like, oh, my word. Yeah. But that's yeah, it's that's crazy. the argument they have all the time. Oh, yeah. It's Who would like, ever engineer something this way? Yeah. Can't fix it. Um, that's funny. And I had a car once where, you know, the battery needed to be changed. Oh yeah. And I'm like, you know, my wife says, well, we better take it. We don't need to take it. I can change a battery. Mm-hmm. Not. Just loosen a couple of bolts, pull it out of there, drop the other one in, tighten mm-hmm. them back up again. That's mm-hmm. how you change it. So I bought the battery, opened the hood. There's no place for a battery. It it is not under the hood. There is nowhere, and I have to find the battery. It's under the back seat? No. In the trunk? In this particular one, it was under the driver's side wheel well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Must have been a Chrysler product. Yeah. (laughs) And I had to get that thing up on a lift to change the battery. How how silly is that? That was the most... I. I invented words mm-hmm. while I was doing I'll that. Bet you one. Did. I invented a whole new language. I bet you did. Yeah. Uh, but the other one that I had, I had a car one time where the and this was way back, uh, where the heater core went bad, and you know that because it smells like antifreeze mm-hmm. in your car and all that. And literally, yep. I just threw the car away because it was so expensive. Because, like you said, they no. would have had to take the whole dash out oh, it's nuts. dig through and pull another part of the engine out of there to change that and yep. it's like well it's going to cost you about x thousand i'm like car isn't worth three hundred dollars mm. i'm not gonna pay yeah. that so yeah yeah i've had a couple of those engineering that's nightmares that's just nuts yeah yeah i tell you <laughs> 
boy. Well, now that we solved all the engineering problems in the world. So and if all you the, have a car problem, yeah, don't well, call um, us. <laughs> Max and Cucky Singers, have you started preparing oh, for your hey, winner we, or the players we, and all that? We have our music, yeah. and we start practicing tonight, actually. Ooh. And so uh, we will be at LifePlex uh, starting, and we are excited. Really? Uh, we have um, uh, Betty Martins from uh, Rochester. She used to teach in South in, uh, Rochester schools. Mm-hmm. Um, she's retired from that, and uh, now she's our director for the oh, Christmas shows. Cool. And uh, we start practice tonight, and we have 24 people wow. this year for Christmas. Wow. It's kind of like, whoa, this is awesome. Yeah. So we have more guys came in. We have a couple more gals came in. And um, so I'm hoping that I said, you know, I joked with them uh, two weeks ago when we met. I said, I hope now I can go back to singing baritone instead of trying to make a bass out of me. And they said, yeah, we think we can do that. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, but uh, kind of like, oh, my gosh. But, yeah. So yeah, we're uh, working. We've got our dates all set for Christmas shows already, cool. and uh, so uh, yeah, so uh, we get down the road a little bit. We'll talk about that. And That'd so, be great. Uh, yeah, so so yeah, we're excited. So uh, and we're gonna have some uh, some fun songs this year. Um, uh, we did uh, one last year. It was uh, Grandma's Killer Fruitcake. <laughs> we're gonna do that one again this year. That sounds good. Everybody loves fruitcake, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's the highlight of the season is oh, yeah. the fruitcake. Oh boy, yeah. and and crazy thing is, I I like a good fruitcake. You I do, really do. I really love See, a good fruitcake. But some of these, no, you know, you could use them for a doorstop, yeah. and that's fine, you know. But but I like a good one, you know, that's you know made right. It's got all kinds of fruit and nuts in there and everything. And you, you know, know I don't know that I've ever had a fruitcake that I liked. Mm-hmm. You know, and and rum cake is another one. People make them. Does anybody ever really eat? Not a that rum I've cake? ever seen. <laughs> I mean, you know, you you, you go and, and and there's that that part of the table that's reserved for like mm. rum cake or fruit cake. Yep. Uh, what else is in that section? Um, cranberry sauce. Oh yeah. Uh, what else is in there? A lot of people don't like that either. Um, the the cream corn. Thing oh yeah, always, oh, I like that. You do? Yeah, I like cream corn. Mm-hmm. See, that's a, that's a section where you know you go to the Thanksgiving and mom's, hey, we got fruitcake over here. Want to try mm-hmm. some fruitcake? Oh, cranberry sauce. Here, put some on your turkey. You'll uh-huh. like it that way. Oh, yeah. How about cranberry sauce on you? They're they're pushing it during the meal <laughs> because they know nobody's going to take it if yeah. they're not putting. Because Ooh, we it'll a, last three weeks in yeah, the fridge. Yeah, <laughs> we have a, we have a spe- we have a special on cranberry sauce here. Why don't you try a little bit of that? It, it really yeah. tastes good if you douse your your. Uh, stuffing in cranberry mm-hmm. sauce it really helps you know because don't, don't want to put it away yep there you go so you, got you know it. we're gonna we're gonna push it during the meal well that's all it's like <laughs> have you ever seen take, you somebody s- take pulled pork barbecue and put coleslaw on it and then stick the bun on top of that and, and eat it that oh way? yeah i have that's the, that's the way they do it in the south oh yeah and i i saw somebody do that here in plymouth one time and they they said i go ugh and she said, don't knock it until you try it. Oh, yeah. And so I tried it. Oh, and yeah. It, and it's kind of like what Penguin Point does with their tenderloin. Yes. They put that slaw on there. Yep. Well, this, it's fantastic. Yeah, it is. You get a, a, a good scoop of yep. coleslaw on there and, and on that barbecue. Oh, my goodness. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Somebody served it to me that way a number of years ago when I was on vacation once again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, 
Well, that's interesting. I, it never never dawned on me it might not taste good, but it, it was interesting. I was like, I don't know if I like slaw, because I like slaw, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, eh, I like both of these things. And you're right. It's mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, that was good. It's a new way to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that works real well. I like that. Worked real well. But um, anyway. I'm trying to think of there's something else we need to go over. Oh, we got a couple of uh, we got birthdays. Well, we got a couple of events we probably ought to oh, talk about here. Oh, cool! Events um, are cool. The uh, First United Methodist Church is having a pork tenderloin sandwich with ooh, with fries fundraiser. It's Ralph Smith. Cooking. Oh, that's good. Those, those are good. Absolutely. Saturday. September 17th, 11 to 2 in the West Parking Lot by Ready Mart. Uh, it's drive through only. Uh, 12 bucks for a sandwich and fries, and the proceeds go to the mission trips at the uh, First United Methodist Church. If you'd like to uh, get any more information, just call the church, get some tickets or whatever, 936-2943. And also, Blissville Church. I, they do this every year, don't they? Mm-hmm. They have some kind of – there's a, a reunion – or a reunion, a revival. Mm-hmm. What well, kind of – I don't know. Anyway, revival at the Blissville, Blissville Church of the Brethren, and that's on uh, Spruce Trail in Plymouth, one mile south of Swan Lake Resort. It's going to be the 16th through the 18th. Uh, Friday services, 7 to 8. Uh, day one revival service is 8 to 9 p.m. There's refreshments and fellowship Saturday, 7 to 8. Day two revival service from 8 to 9. Ooh, that one's Build Your Own Sunday. Ooh. On Saturday. Build your own Sunday on Saturday. Wow. Because you have to save Sunday for what? The potluck. The potluck. Yeah. Gotta have a potluck. Why, there is nothing like a church oh, potluck. Those, nothing. Those, those church ladies, I mean, my goodness, they know how to cook. And Ooh. they want to impress you, too. So they, mm-hmm. they went all out oh, on yeah. that. They pulled stoppers out. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yep, yep. If there's any secret part of that recipe, it mm-hmm. got put in there. Yes. It's definitely. Yep. And they're not going to tell you. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> they are not going to tell you. No. No. But your smile is, is reward enough for them when yep. you taste something that good. But anyway, oh, my. Potluck on Sunday. Uh, everybody is welcome. That's the Blissville Church of the Brethren uh, revival going on September 16th through the 18th. Uh, so you can get out there. A couple of events going on. Cool. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do this here, too. The Plymouth Elks Lodge. Uh Menu for Friday. Uh oh. Well, I can't go. I've got a ball game. Uh, all, it, 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 the fact that I say that means they know that steaks on the menu because the, my wife always wants to go when they have steaks. Oh. So they have a they have a sixteen ounce T bone, mm. uh, jumbo shrimp, chicken dinner, and fish all you can eat, which is endorsed by everybody who's ever had it. It's mm-hmm. great fish. Uh, that includes a salad bar, potato, and dessert. They serve from 5 to 8. Carryouts are available if you want, 935-5511. And uh, those are some things that are happening around. I think uh, we, we can do some birthdays. Pretty much, pretty much covered it. Yeah, let's do some birthdays. Um, okay, I just broke my arm reaching across the room to grab these. But. Uh-oh. You got any birthdays? You know anybody having a birthday? Uh, I don't know anybody. It's, a friend of mine had a birthday Friday, uh, Johnny Black from West Virginia. Oh, okay. And he got to go see Marshall beat Notre Dame Saturday. That was his birthday present. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about oh, that at all, boy. did we? That's, uh, that's I texted of... him yesterday. I said, you got a heck of a birthday present. <laughs> a lot of unhappy faces over that one, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so uh, happy birthday today to Mary Yakis. 
Mary, happy birthday to you. You're in the hat. You're going to be eligible for four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe, a free small drink from the Coffee Lodge, and a bouquet of flowers from Cashin Creek. And we've got some more birthdays tomorrow. Okay, I did cut them off at the right. Usually I jump the gun. Yeah. I also have tomorrow an anniversary. Well, hang on. I'm getting all out of whack here. I, I didn't it have is my Monday. I, I didn't have my anniversary music on or anything like that. So yeah. I gotta. It is Monday. I'm, <laughs> I'm contractually obligated to play the Flintstones. They. They demand it. Um, if you have an anniversary this month, get it into us. You'll be eligible for our drawing at the end of the month for 50 bu- bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. $50 just for letting us wish you a happy anniversary. Now it's time for trading posting. You can buy still trade giveaway. Four and four days for free. As long as you're business bringing those uh, items, we have a town-wide garage sale. This is coming up September 23rd and 24th. It's a Friday and a Saturday. 4 p.m. Uh, uh, wait a minute. That's okay. I don't read that. It is Friday and Saturday, September 23rd and 24th. Uh, you can email townofculver.org with your information or uh, call the town hall at 574 842 3140 if you want to be a part of that. Uh, there will be maps available. This is that Culver. I mean, this is an annual intricate event. There's a lot of stuff going on. Oh yeah. Uh, maps will be available by Thursday, the 22nd, online at Town Hall at the First National Bank of Monterey and the gas stations. So that's the uh, Culver Townwide Garage Sale coming up on the 23rd and 24th of this month. Uh, and if you'd like to get your Garage sale on the map. You need to get a hold of the town hall somehow, some way. There you go. And that'll do it. And that's yep. all I got. That's it. That's all we got. I think we're done. Well, now we can go out and, and uh, try to avoid the uh, the crowd outside the studio. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. All mm-hmm. those kids coming in wanting your autograph. Run the, and... run the gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's sometimes it's some it can be it can be stressful. It can be very. It can stressful. be stressful to yep. be to be Uncle Doug. He's got yep. a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people after me. Yeah, they want a piece of him. Most of the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Not really. Not really. Anyway, tomorrow let's take a quick look and see who's on. The, I think it's County Council. Yes, it is. Yeah, Kathy is not going to be back in the office today. Today is the day the council goes through their budgets. Oh, so oh, yeah. she'll be uh, watching that process. And if you want to, I mean, if you want to, if you want to feel good about government, I've said this a hundred thousand times. Yep. Go to this meeting this afternoon and watch mm-hmm. them pour over a budget and take a dime out of a line item because mm-hmm. they're not sure you need that much. Yep. yep. I mean, every penny in that budget is looked at, and if they don't like it, it's gone. So been there and done that. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, you used to have to give them a budget. Yep. Yep, yep, with the township. Township. Turn that into the state of Indiana. If they didn't like it, guess what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you heard about it, I'm sure. Oh, my goodness. uh, Yep, that's for sure. Tomorrow we'll have somebody from the county council in, and uh, so uh, looking forward to that. That'll be interesting. Thank you for joining me again, yeah. man. Yeah, they may be working till midnight tonight. Oh, they may. They may. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a long one. It's going to be a long day. Well, I have a feeling it always not, is a long day. Not fun. Yeah. 
So thanks for coming in. All right. It's always fun. Thank you guys for listening. That's going to do it for us. Join us again at 9 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, We'll be here.